Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. Um, today, we are recording the day before Shayna's birthday, Ooh, solar return. <laughs> and we, Shayna, you're turning 29, finally. Yes, I know. I feel like I've been 29 ever since you've been 29, but Me too. I have <laughs> I know. I'm only like four months older than you, but like I think of us as like twins from the same fetus. So it's like when I am a, when I have my solar return, you have your solar return, but it's actually tomorrow. Yeah. So what how are I, you feeling? I feel good. I feel mm. like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. That's how I feel. I feel the same thing whenever it's like even my birthday month, like my son is in that home placement and I am just feeling like, watch me go. I give zero fucks. I am moving <laughs> through this world like a free, fierce lion goddess. Like I, when it's my birthday, that vibe just, it just comes out. Well, and you're a Leo, so oh, you are a lion goddess. I forgot. Am, am I, does that mean I'm like a scorpion goddess? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, I'll be like a cool scorpion goddess. I know. Yeah. You know, I never was really into like scorpions, but then now living in Joshua Tree and living in the desert, like I really see them as this like super seductive and like spiritual essence like in the scorpion mm. I'm really into it and of course that's exactly how Scorpio is like this like very female like sensual energy a little creature <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a scorpion in real life yeah yeah in- a ton. I grew up in the desert so oh. I saw them a bunch and then my family lived in Tucson um, like my grandparents and stuff so they always had scorpions in their garage and everywhere but in Ridgecrest where I grew up you can literally go with a black light out at night and go scorpion hunting (gasps) and or like by hunting I don't mean like killing yeah just seeking (laughs) yeah 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 oh my god and they look so crazy with the black light it's crazy they really glow cool. like bright green, like teal like or purple. something. Yeah. Whoa. What is that about? That is amazing. We should I go know. do that sometime. You know what else is really crazy about Ridgecrest is all of those um, petroglyphs that are there. It's like yeah. the the biggest collection of petroglyphs in like North America or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like yeah. such an unassuming little desert town that you grew up in. And there's like all of this like really interesting. Which I've never even, I don't even remember going to see the petroglyphs. Like I know that um, I did, but I don't remember it. And now of course that I never go back there I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I want to go back. Yeah. But anyways, way off topic. But, <laughs> but, but now, no. I'm, now I'm really excited to go find scorpions with a black light in Ridgecrest. Yeah. Like we, should, we should do that. I know. We should do a camping, like go to the, um, oh my God, I can't think of the word. The like tall things. The pinnacles. The, the pinnacles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to the pinnacles and go camping. And there's wild horses out there. It's so wow. beautiful and cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling my birthday month. I'm feeling like a badass bitch, and like mm. I don't really care yeah. at all. <laughs> and I'm excited to just go pamper myself. Yeah, go relax in a hot tub and just chill the yeah. f out. So. And now that you're, you know, 29, you're on the second half of your Saturn return. Yeah. And how is that feeling for you? 
feels good. Mm. Like I'm ready to get birthed out of my Saturn return. (laughs) Like I feel like I entered my Saturn return, not knowing anything or having any, any expectations of what it would be. And then I have been burned down and reforged in the flame and recycled and birthed. And now I feel like, okay, where is this going? I don't know. I don't need to know. That's cool. And I'm ready to come out of the other end of it and be, you know, in my thirties, but Mm. so many of our friends are already in their thirties. So I always just think that I am. And then I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh shit, I'm 28 but only for one more day. And by the time you guys hear this, I'll be 20. I'll be full seasoned. <laughs> yeah. AKA uh, like two weeks. <laughs> I love it. So anyways, you guys, today we are talking about the solar plexus center, um, which mm-hmm. is one of the three consciousness centers in your human design body graph. So if you're listening to this episode and you do not know if you have a defined solar plexus or an undefined solar plexus, I invite you to stop right here and go on mybodygraph.com and enter your birth time information. Make sure you have the correct time exactly, AM or PM and all of that good stuff and pull up your chart and then see in your chart in your body graph. It's the triangle on the bottom left-hand side. So it's like third up from the bottom, I mean, bottom right-hand side. So third up from the bottom on the right-hand side, that's your solar plexus. If it's colored in any color, then that means that it is defined. And if it's white, then that means it's undefined or open. Um, So before we even get started, make sure you know if you either have... Um, a defined solar plexus or undefined. And of course, if you have it defined, then that means that you have emotional authority. And about half of humans have emotional authority and about half of them have an undefined or open um, solar plexus. So it really is an interesting thing to talk about because it's about 50-50 of people that live this one way where they are living and making choices and they're so influenced by their solar plexus and that spirit consciousness center at all times. And then half of us that have it open. And the solar plexus is a really interesting center. There's so much going on and it's such a big influence in our evolution as human beings and spiritually conscious beings. It's a really potent driving force in our human life, especially as of now. And it's the energy that it connects us to emotional and social awareness. Our solar plexus connects us to passion and abundance of spirit. And it creates the chemistry wave that makes our feelings and our moods and our sensitivity. Um, And in the end, it's the thing that connects us to higher levels of consciousness and accepting ourselves, accepting others and being able to connect in a more authentic, intimate, deep way. So it's a really big Mm -hmm. topic and a big center. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm constantly being blown away by what we keep learning and learning and learning about the solar plexus center and just having the awareness of how it impacts your own life and how it impacts everyone else around you and um, how you're impacted by other people is transformative. It's so helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure some of you guys know this from previous episodes, but it's kind of interesting for us too, because I have emotional authority and Shana, you have an undefined solar, an open solar plexus. So we're able to see in our own lives, how we affect each other with my defined solar plexus and my emotional wave and um, what it's like for you to live as a non-emotional being. So Mm -hmm. it's really interesting because we have so much the same in our human design charts and that creates a a sense of like camaraderie between us. But this is one big thing that's different and that we're really able to like learn from each other and learn a completely different perspective from each other. And it's crazy because looking back at our relationship over the last 11 years, you know, I think like we always knew subconsciously that I was a non-emotional person Mm. and that you were an emotional person just looking through the different scenarios and the different relationships that we've had and and our you know friend groups and how all of our relationships played out and 
now having this awareness, it's crazy to look back and see just, you know, I used to think something was wrong with me because I was amplifying other people's emotions. I used to think something was wrong with me because I just didn't feel <laughs> that emotional about what was happening in my own life. Mm. And, um, and but you so, felt yeah. so emotional when you'd watch movies and it would like stay oh, with yeah. you for days and you'd be like crying like, oh my gosh, I watched this movie where the wife died and now I just can't get over it. Like, I feel mm-hmm. so sad. And I'm like, what? Like you watched that movie days ago and you're still like, it's still sitting with you. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I felt yes. it so deeply. But then in your yeah. own life, you just kind of be like, yeah, I, I mean, I feel, I feel, but I'm moving forward. Yes. Exactly. And I literally thought something was wrong with me. Mm. It's just crazy to look back on. And now that you have this awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Insane. Yeah. So out of the three consciousness centers, um, they each have their own unique frequency. And one of them is the splenic center, which is really all about the now and the instantaneous instinctual choices and decisions and consciousness that you're getting in that way, like in your ancestral instincts. And then there's the Anja center, which is located like connected to your mind. And um, that really governs mental awareness and it operates over all time. And that's really where you're connecting into this sense of consciousness with the thought field. And then you have your solar plexus, which is both a motor and an awareness center. And it governs emotions and it operates this biochemical oscillating wave. And that's the place where you're really connected to spirit consciousness. So it's literally the three consciousness centers are body, mind and spirit. And so the one that we're talking about today is the spirit consciousness. And it really drives the solar plexus center drives human experiences to desire pleasure and to have these experiences of connection and intimacy and joy and poetry and romance and beauty and like that driving force to experience love in that way. And It also helps us experience the opposite of those pleasures, like pain and sadness. And because those two things are opposite, like sadness and joy or sadness and love, they're also one in the same. They're yin and yang. And you experience both of them throughout this lifetime because that is what human existence is. It has this polarity that is one whole thing. And so... um, it's really interesting. Like we, half of people that have this center defined are enjoying that high that they're in when they're in their emotional high, but they are trying to avoid feeling the sadness and feeling the low. And we're so conditioned to believe that when we're happy, we're good. It's good when you're happy. And that when you're low or when you're bluesy or when you're just kind of like feeling sad that day, that that's bad and that there's something wrong with you and that you're always supposed to be at a high. So that's half of the people operating with that conditioning. And then the other half of people that have this center undefined or open, like you, Shana, have this conditioning that emotions are scary and you want to avoid feeling them altogether because they're just like way too much and you don't get them. You don't understand them. So you just want to avoid confrontation and avoid doing anything that might bring up confrontation or emotions. And so that's the conditioning that the other half of people are working against. That's a not self for those people that have that open or undefined solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because really the conditioning from society with our emotions is so, so skewed uh, from misunderstanding, from not having awareness of what our emotions really are and where they might be coming from or trying to label them, you know, trying to say, well, if I felt upset in one moment, but then I felt happy in another, and then I felt upset again, maybe I'm bipolar. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to label that and say, you know, identify with this and this is who I am now. And I'm going to hold on to this for the rest of my life because I've labeled it and now it can make more sense to me. And it's less scary because I have a name to it. Whereas Mm -hmm. human design is saying, you don't have to rationalize your emotions. You don't have to say, why are you upset? Why are you happy? You can just wake up sometimes and feel upset or, 
you know, in an hour feel super happy. And that's your emotional way of playing through you. Your only job is just to recognize what, where you're at. If you are upset, if you are happy, if you are neutral, Mm -hmm. your only job is just to be intimate with yourself and know for yourself where you're at. So that way you don't make decisions in any of those moments. So it's interesting because the, the conditioning from society really is all about labeling, you know, why, why do you feel this way? And why do you feel that way? And Mm -hmm. you really have to rationalize and, and, and Mm -hmm. put a name to it. And then also if you are open and undefined feeling like if you're so empathetic that you're being attacked by these emotions or that, you should be scared of them because nobody wants to be around somebody who's so up and down and crazy emotional or just has emotions out of nowhere. And really human design is here to say, you don't have to shy away from them. You can feel them all out and you just have to have awareness of them. And then you're free. Awareness literally sets you free. Mm -hmm. And so much too, like it's that it's safe to feel your emotions no matter what emotion you feel, it's okay. It's safe. Like it's not just because you say you give acceptance and understanding and allowance to like a negative emotion or like a perceived to be negative emotion doesn't mean that your life isn't good. It doesn't mean that you've made incorrect choices. It just because you're feeling a quote unquote negative emotion, it doesn't mean that your life isn't good and that you're a bad person and that you're not safe. Like That's what we're growing into as we develop emotional awareness and understanding and acceptance is that like, no matter what emotion you feel, it doesn't define you forever. It's just an experience that you went through. Mm -hmm. I experienced sadness. I experienced joy and bliss. And what was that like? You know, as a human being, we're a spiritual being having a human experience. So we came to this world to be a human and to experience what it feels like to have heartbreak because it's interesting and it teaches you lessons. And our souls, our spirit wanted to come down and be a human to experience what that's like to have these sad emotions because it's beautiful because it's a full spectrum and it's interesting. And like, if you can really find your sense of spirituality of like, when it comes to processing your emotions, like, isn't this interesting and colorful instead of, isn't this good or bad? You know, like there's no such thing as good or bad for an emotional person or a non-emotional person. It's safe to feel whatever you're feeling and negative emotions are not going to hurt you or attack you um, Mm -hmm. if you greet them with acceptance and love and understanding and um, allow them to be what they are and then allow them either to change and flow or allow yourself to let them go, depending on if you're defined or undefined. Let's talk a little bit about what it means to be defined or undefined emotional. If you have a defined solar plexus center, which is that bottom right triangle that Dana was talking about, that means that you're consistently putting out this emotional wave that is coming off of you energetically all the time. So it's coming from you. It's something that you are riding out, if you will. And it has its, its peaks and its valleys and everyone has a different emotional wave. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but when it's defined, that means that you are giving off emotions. And when it's open, that means that you are really empathetic in that area and you are actually receiving other, other people's emotions and feeling it within your own body and then amplifying them out. So if somebody, I know we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but if somebody's feeling like they're level two upset, you might feel it in your own body that they're a level four upset, that they're really pissed off and you'll feel like, why are they just so upset? And the key is just to know that you are open and you are feeling other people so deeply and so empathetically that you're actually amplifying their emotions within your own body, but you are not giving off a consistent emotional wave like the other people who do have a defined emotional center. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And either one, whichever one you have, it, neither one is better or worse. Neither one experiences like less depth in life, really. It's just that you experience it in a different way, right? So people who are defined, you are creating emotions on a physical energetic level in your body with your body chemistry from your solar plexus. You're creating this wave Um, that goes up with emotions where you experience elatedness and joy and extrovertedness and happiness. And then you come down to just completely neutral, or then you go down to melancholy, bluesy, a little bit depressed. And it doesn't have to be such a dramatic shift from happy to sad. It can be pretty subtle. Or it can be very dramatic. And it just kind of depends on what you're experiencing, what vibration you're at currently in your life. And at times in your life, your emotional wave can be really dramatic. You know, your highs can be really high and your lows can be really low. And then there can be times, I think the more that you um, have awareness and work with human design, work with your living by your design, living by your strategy and authority, the more your emotional wave, I'm not sure if it really gets less or not, but it feels like less. When it comes, Mm -hmm. you know it, it's your friend. And you're not like running from it, like, oh shit, it's not I'm going. Scary. Yeah, yeah, you're not like, I'm not, I'm going into a low. I need to not feel this. Instead, you're like, okay, I know what this is. It's an emotional bluesiness. And I'm just going to do whatever strategies I know I need to do in this time to nurture myself and to be kind to myself and to allow myself to feel this with full acceptance and love and know that it's going to transition and come back into a different state. So if you do have emotional authority, if you do have a defined emotional center, solar plexus center, then you have one of the four waves at least. Um, It's also possible to have a combination of different waves. And knowing which wave you have specifically is really helpful. So you can get a reading or you can get um, your chart and booklet printed from us at our website, dailunalife.com. And you can see your wave there. And then you can understand how the different waves what they're kind of interested in and what they are connected to and how you can manage them with awareness. So one of the waves is really connected to desires and having expectations. And the more you expect something and then those expectations are not met, the harder your wave is going to crash. And so for, mm-hmm. if you have that wave, it's really important to have understanding of that so that you can work on your spiritual side of releasing expectations and instead having full acceptance of every situation you go through just for the pure sake of experience instead of mm-hmm. needing to have things turn out a certain romantic or happy or interesting way. Mm-hmm. There's a different way that happens um, for people that is really connected to passion, individual passion. And that's really like, just am I in the mood to be around people and have fun? Or am I in the mood to be alone and be by myself and be creative? There's another way that's really connected to needs and tribal needs and physical touch and having that touch really eases the wave and eases the tension mm-hmm. of it. So There's all of these different waves and you can definitely dive into that in your chart. But I would say the most important and valuable thing that you can do if you are an emotional person is to know in your own body, in your own essence, where you are in your emotional wave at all times and to get really familiar with your wave. What does it feel like when I'm at a low? What does it feel like when I'm at a high? What does it feel like when I'm at a neutral? And of course, we know that when you're in that neutral place, that's when you make your big life decisions, when you have emotional authority. Um, But only you can really know your wave intimately. Only you can feel really that intimately where you are on your wave. And Mm -hmm. the more awareness you have, the more intention you give towards understanding and truly feeling that, the more sensual your wave becomes. And you can really feel it and let yourself flow with it and even enjoy um, the change and the flux and the flow. And it can almost really be like a super beautiful, colorful thing in life that brings Mm -hmm. you closer to having deep and passionate experiences and feelings. And, um, it gives you, you know, anyone who has emotional authority, 
it's my belief that like your soul before you incarnate as a human chose this for a reason so that you could experience this wide variety of feelings. Like if you could imagine every feeling being like a color spectrum, like your spectrum of colors that you can feel is so vast. And that's a really beautiful thing if you're not afraid of it. You know, if you're brave and you're like, okay, let me feel it all. It can be super fulfilling to feel all of those different colors and to feel all of that depth in life. Um, As long as you really understand that there's no color that's more beautiful or less beautiful than another. They're all just different. And that's the same with emotions. You know, there's no emotion that's better or worse than the other. They're all just different. And when you can really like settle in with that, you've unlocked Mm -hmm. so much spiritual potential and happiness and fulfillment in your life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the emotional wave is really there to guide you and to be your friend. It's, it's a part of you that's so intimate and can be so beautiful and allow you to be creative and be focused on, you know, the things that, that are yours to create on your own when you're in that bluesy kind of mood to kind of just be alone with yourself and have that, that time. It can feel almost really good to be in that time. And then the same goes for when you're at a high and you're feeling just so social and you want to be around people and you have this energy to give that is this loving high place from your wave. And so I obviously don't have an emotional wave, but I feel like it is such a gift to um, allow you to be somebody who is here to experience the full range of human emotions from your perspective right? Mm -hmm. It's it's your perspective of your wave. It's no one else feels emotions the way that you do. And so it really is this special thing that is yours. Like I can't get over the, the feeling of just intimacy when I think of an emotional wave and just feeling really like it's your, your baby, like it's your friend, like it's so Mm -hmm. intimate and it's yours and no one else will can give off the emotions that you are giving off in the way that you do it. Um, you can have the same wave, but you experience emotions uniquely yourself and other people that are open emotional can feel some emotions when they're around you, depending on what the emotion is. And, but they don't feel the wave that you're feeling all the time in your life. Right. And that's why in human design, we use the word identify, right? So if you have Mm -hmm. your solar plexus defined, then you can identify with your emotional wave. And if you have it undefined, then you are never supposed, it's never correct for you to identify with the emotions that you feel as your own. And that word, I was hearing that Shana, when you were just talking, like when it's yours, it's your baby. Like you can identify with the, if you have an emotional wave that this wave belongs to you, like you uniquely create it and it's beautiful. And the only thing to do is surrender to it and allow yourself to feel it. And you can identify with the fact that you have an emotional wave that changes and is ever changing. Um, But you should never identify with just one color in those feeling spectrum. You know, like you have to accept that your wave is ever changing and that it's ever flowing. And that is what you identify with. And you kind of touched on this too, but Mm -hmm. if you do have an emotional wave, if you do have a defined solar plexus, then it's really helpful and beautiful for you to share the way that you feel with people, the way that you feel when in your own emotions, from your own perspective, when you share that with people openly and vulnerably and candidly, and you, it's really fascinating to people, you know, like people want to Mm -hmm. understand you. And the fact that you have this defined means that you're here in this lifetime to share your emotions and the way that you feel when you experience your emotional wave. Mm -hmm. It's just really important for you to know that you're only feeling your perspective and that in that certain space, you're not so empathetic to other people's emotions. If you have other open centers, you can feel empathy in that way and you can be sympathetic to other people's emotions, but you're not going to empathetically feel other people's emotions in your body. You're only ever really feeling yours. So it's really helpful for you to talk about your emotions and share that openly and honestly. 
and be really authentic and truthful with yourself. So a few things that (laughs) made me think of when you were talking was, um, one, sharing your emotions is so important. And that also means really just sharing, you know, I don't, I don't know why I feel this way and that's okay. I just feel like I want to be creative and, and, and whatever comes out of this bluesy state, that's beautiful and great. And, you know, I'm not in the mood to socialize right now. And that sharing alone, you don't, just because you're sharing an emotion doesn't mean that you have to rationalize an emotion. If that makes sense. It doesn't have to be connected. Yeah. You don't have to rationalize any of your emotions when you're sharing, a lot of times we think that we have to tell something that makes sense and we have to rationalize something first before we share it. You know, this is why I'm feeling this way, or that's why I'm feeling this way, but really being really honest and just sharing day to day with people, you know, I am feeling really neutral and I want to, you know, make a bunch of decisions right now that have, I've been mulling over for the last few weeks, or, you know, I am feeling really, high and excited. And I want to go out tonight, you know, just sharing those emotions in general and how your perspective is of, of how you're feeling about things is really, really powerful. And like Dana said about, um, you know, you're feeling your emotions and you're not necessarily feeling others. Sometimes it can be confusing because, um, if you are really defined emotionally, you can feel a lot of emotions all the time. And you can, you can project those onto other people and feel as if other people are feeling what you're feeling because you're saying that they're feeling them because you feel them so intensely. (laughs) That makes sense, right? And and you're identifying with being empathetic when actually in this one situation, you're only feeling yourself. Yes, exactly. And you still are empathetic in other areas within your chart. If you, if you have a defined emotional center, you can have a bunch of other centers undefined and be really empathetic in those ways. And some of those ways might feel emotional, but really what when you're feeling those really strong, intense emotions, you're here to share them, um, to teach other people about your emotions and about these deep feelings. So that way they can connect and feel more seen and um, connect with you deeper. And just to really say, okay, let me be really authentic and honest and truthful. Am I trying to force my emotions on someone? So that way I feel closer to them? Or can I step back and actually be closer with someone just by sharing how I'm feeling. And that will actually bring you more intimacy and more connection when you're just really honest of this is coming from me and I'm conditioning you with my emotions. Right. And we're so taught to believe that like we should never share our neutral or low emotions that we should only ever share like our happy emotions, but it's just so not true. Like when you when you share your like bluesy or like melancholy emotions that you feel, other people feel really connected to you and they are craving for you to be honest with them. And it feels like a gift, like, you know, like a true intimate connection for you to share your emotions. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I just don't feel comfortable. Like we encourage you to try it and to see what that experiment with it, see how it opens you up and opens other people up to understand understanding you and loving you and feeling closer to you. Um, you know, the idea, the conditioning idea is that like, if you share that you're in a low, that people are going to be like, Ooh, I don't want to be around you. And I don't want to like talk to you, but it's actually, actually the opposite. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I do want to say about that in general, I think a lot of times, especially in the spiritual community, um, you can get stuck in want seeking, the lows actually seeking, you know, feel like, like it might feel good to be a victim or it might feel good to feel intense emotions. Like you are releasing some shit mm-hmm. or, you know, you are going there and just to kind of really be honest and aware with yourself of, you know, you're, you're identifying, like Dana said, with all of your emotions and identifying is tricky, right? You're identifying that you have a wave that is constantly changing, not, not, well, I felt this low, so low. So I'm identifying with, you know, I, 
I go there and I'm seeking that low because that means that I have depth and that means that I have meaning. And really the thing that brings you depth and meaning is that you have the lows and the highs and the in-betweens and you're ever changing, you're ever flowing. And when you stop yourself on your wave, because you're only holding tight to either the high or the low, you're stopping your flow of life. You're stopping your growth. You're stopping the things in your life that are meant for you, for you to manifest and bring in and do in the world. So it's really important to say, okay, am I stopping myself on my wave, stopping myself from moving forward? What can I just release anything that I'm holding on to, to try to identify myself as, and just let myself flow on this wave and let it just come from me, not forced out of me because you don't have to force out your wave. Your wave wants to just flow out of you. It's a chemistry. It's an energetic thing that just happens from you when you release the, that, um, that hold on those areas. Yeah. And we really like to think that, um, your emotional wave is connected to the flow of all life, right? Like it's connected to universal life force energy. It's happening all the time. And it's not something that your mind can control. It's not something that you are in control of. Like you have to surrender to it as it is part of the flow of life. And so the positive side of that is that that wave is guiding you and putting you in sync with divine timing. So if you are an emotional being and you have a spike of low where you need to be alone, then that is destined. You know, that is supported by the universe. That is for your best interest and for everyone's best interest. And you can trust that it's not a bad thing. It didn't happen and ruin your day. Like it's here for a reason. And you can be grateful and know that that was meant to be. And when you are in the times of like you're neutral and that's a good time for you to make those decisions and you feel that sense of clarity that you can make a decision with 100% truth, you know, you can trust that that happened in divine timing and that all of the universe is like moving in this divine sacred flow and that you can just trust that you are protected and guided by your emotional wave and that it actually works to your advantage and it supports you to guide you to the perfect time to hang out with friends because you're in a high and the perfect time to be alone to create something beautiful and heart-wrenching and the perfect time to be neutral and make choices. So it's so much about trust and surrender and acceptance and allowance. And that really is the essence that you're bringing to living in this nine centered way. And it's really interesting because the whole shift in humanity that we are experiencing right now, you guys hear us talk a lot about new paradigm. And that is going to officially happen in 2027, which is so close to now. And that shift, this human evolution that we're having is a evolution in consciousness. And it's us as human spiritual beings shifting into truly living and embodying this nine centered chakra system that we have. And, you know, it's really driven by this emotional intelligence and this spirit consciousness for everyone for people who are are undefined to once again, experience and accept and love experiencing other people's emotional waves and accepting that in themselves and not identifying with an emotional wave, but instead experiencing it and learning from it and gaining wisdom from it and letting it go. So all of us doing this work is really, really connected to human spiritual evolution. And so like about a thousand, several thousand years ago, um, the solar plexus started mutating and it started this process of more and more people having emotional authority and more and more people gaining, um, heightening their vibration and understanding and having awareness of this emotional intelligence and acceptance of this. And so this process is building and building like every single human on earth is becoming more aware, more conscious, more accepting, more loving, more connected to spirit and connected to the flow of all life. And that is supposed to really culminate and reach its peak 
2027 and we'll have this huge shift and a new paradigm of divine feminine flow and acceptance and love and doing things in this way where we trust and we surrender and we are connected um, and moving away from that old paradigm of being really masculine and stuck in our mind. So as all of us do this work and study human design and educate ourselves and support each other. You know, right now we're 50-50 with people that are undefined and defined. And the more we work together and really feel that unity of all of us, like supporting each other's emotions and understanding each other's emotions, um, the more we build and grow towards that new paradigm where things just flow. So I, that's like really exciting to me. I'm all about it. I know, me too. Yeah, it's that flow. It's for both, right? The yin and yang of the yin of you having a defined emotional understanding that's giving out and me, the yang in this center, receiving and feeling and then letting it go. So yeah, I really, really feel it. And I I do want to talk a bit about open emotionals. Um, and how they come into play and what are the real life things that you can do as an open emotional person in um, contrast to what we just talked about for the defined emotional people. And so as an open emotional, you can feel like your emotions come out of nowhere, that they are happening to you and that they are kind of surprising. You can go through the before you have this awareness of feeling like you are on an emotional roller coaster because they one second you're feeling someone's emotions and you feel so passionate about this. And the next second you're crying because you heard something on the news and the next second you, you know, watch the TV show and you feel this certain way and you really can feel almost like you're being attacked or swept away. And I hear so many people say during readings and um, just in life that they feel like they need to protect themselves from these emotions because they're so empathetic and they can carry it with them throughout their day. And they have trouble letting go of these strong emotions that are happening to them. And the biggest thing that I want to emphasize is that if you are an open emotional person, it really is an energetic gift that you have to be someone who is super empathetic and to be somebody who is super understanding of how other people are feeling. You're really here to be able to connect with people in a way that you have this deep understanding of how they're feeling. So you know, without this awareness, you can find yourself saying all the time, you know, why are you so angry? Or why are they always so happy? Or why are they always so this? And with this awareness, instead, you can stop yourself from saying, you know, you're so A, B, C, or D, but instead say, you know, I feel that you're feeling upset right now. Let's talk about it. You know, I, or I'm feeling that you're, this is bothering you. Let's hash it out. Or I'm feeling that you're super excited. Maybe we should go there. Um, And just, it's really there to be a signpost of, okay, I'm feeling a really intense emotion. And now I can decide what I want to do with that. Do I want to connect with somebody and reach out? Do I want to just feel it in my body and let it go? Do I want to use this as inspiration for a project that I'm working on? Or do I want to get involved and help and help them to not feel this way? That's where your your willpower and your empowerment comes from. You can feel these emotions because it is a gift that you have to feel people and what they're feeling, but then you can decide whether or not you want to identify with it or you want to take action or you want to just let it go. And so a good example that um, I always have is, is say you listen to something on the news and it's really, really upsetting for you. Um, You're hearing about a fire happening or a protest or just something happening and it moves you to tears. Like you feel like this is happening to you. You can literally just say, okay, I I'm feeling this. You can cry it out for a minute, get it out, scream it out, fuck the world, whatever you need to do (laughs) in that moment. (laughs) And then you can say, okay, I feel them. And I am grateful for my life that I'm able to feel them. And I'm also grateful that this is not happening to me. And I 
have some empathy for them. If I want to get involved, I can, or if I'm not going to get involved, I can just say like, wow, my heart goes out to them and then say, it's not my life. It's not my life. It's not my life. And I really picture like my, like if my body is a light source, I really picture my light pulsing outward and away from me. Um, and kind of pushing these things away from me is literally, as I say, that's not my life. It's not my life. It's not my life. And that for me has been really protective and, um, grounding for me to be able to release these intense emotions that I feel from maybe the radio or from somebody talking in a cafe or from a homeless person that I see on the street or you know, literally all of these different things that are happening in your, your field, maybe even somebody saying something mean to you, you know, your partner or your mother or your father, brother, or sister, them, them feeling an intense emotion and taking it out on you and saying to yourself, okay, what I feel that they're hurt. I feel that really intensely that they're really upset and I might be feeling it more intensely than they are. So I'm going to just take a step back and just realize that that's not my life. And that's okay. And I can reach out to them and help them if I want, or I can literally just say, it's not my life, push it away from me energetically and move on with my day. And, um, the other thing I do want to clarify is that it's okay to feel the things that you're feeling from other people in that moment and say, wow, I feel this. Holy shit. I understand how they're feeling. And then once you felt it and you gained wisdom from it or understanding or compassion, then release it. It's not my life. Like you can picture it leaving, draining from you or pushing it out away from you. So I think that's a really, really important thing to do. I feel like a lot of spiritual teachings can have a fear-based approach when it comes to, um, being empathetic and being somebody who picks up other people's emotions, for me, it's been the most helpful to not have a perspective of fear. Like people are attacking me with their stuff and it's really going to weigh me down and I'm going to carry it out throughout my day. But instead shifting my perspective of saying, wow, I have this incredible gift to feel people. And I'm grateful for that gift. And I'm also grateful for my ability to let it go and choosing to just push it away from me. And when you shift your perspective like that, it is amazing how these, what were perceived as attacks can now be perceived as little um, pings, if you will, almost how people that have intuition or psychic abilities are getting these pings. Instead of saying like, whoa, I'm being attacked by their negative shit. You can say, whoa, I, I understand what's happening. And I'm choosing to either act on it, let it go, or and just be grateful, be thankful. Anytime that you turn your perspective to be grateful, you're vibrating higher than whatever it was that was coming in at you. So just remember that that is always your tool to help you in any situation is to just say, I'm choosing to be grateful. I'm choosing to be empathetic. I'm choosing to be open. And I'm also knowing that I can literally just say that's not my life and because it's not yeah Mm, I love that so much juicy wisdom in there like listening to you oh it's so true like the main thing if you're undefined here is that like it is always safe to feel any emotion because you have the awareness that you can let them go and that they are not yours. It only feels unsafe when you're identifying with those things and thinking, I felt sadness. So I am a sad person and that's who I am because I experienced that. When you don't have that awareness, that's when it's scary to have emotions. But as long as you have the awareness that any strong emotion you feel from others is not yours, you've literally set yourself free. You know, you are always there. That awareness is there to guide you and to release you and to protect you. And it's, it's safe for you to feel other people. You are safe because you have this awareness and because you can let those things go. Just the awareness alone, it's so powerful. It's transformational. Yeah. 
And I do want to say that, you know, with your own life and things that happen to you, you know, if something bad happens to you, you're going to feel sad. If something great happens to you, you're going to feel happy. You're still going to have all of these happy things. Um, and you'll, you'll still have these emotions, right? But it's just not going to be an unpredictable emotional wave that other people are having. And so um, you don't need to judge yourself. Also, if you're feeling like you just don't feel an emotion about something that's happening in your own life. Um, you can feel neutral a lot about the things that are happening in your own world and to you. And you can also feel really excited or sad about them as well. It's just the, the point is to not identify with one or the other and to just let yourself be neutral if you are and release any intense emotions that you might be feeling from someone else and just have awareness Yeah. And the whole idea is that like people that are undefined solar plexus are conditioned by people who are defined. And so that is really supposed to be like when you're in physical proximity, like their aura conditions you, but we've really found it as we're moving forward into the new paradigm. And as like the veil is getting thinner and we raise our vibrations and we raise our consciousness that you can really pick up on people's emotions if you're open there even from the phone even from just people who are like you're so connected with like us like we're so connected we spend so much time together um working together and playing together and just all of the things that like we are constantly feeling each other even without talking on the phone and you can feel my emotional way hundred percent yeah. And sometimes I literally wake up feeling a little bluesy and I call you and I'm like, are you at a low in your way? Because I'm <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> yes. And then, and then once you tell me like, yeah, actually this, this, and this, then I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to feel it because I'm meant to right now. And mm-hmm. that's cool. And yeah. I'm not going to have to figure it out. I'm not going to have to say, well, why this and why that? And will this happen to me two weeks ago? Am I still feeling that from this? No, I'm just going to say, wow, I'm feeling this from you. Cool. And then the sooner that I do that, the, the better, more neutral I feel, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And even just the awareness, like, okay, it's coming from you. Now I can let it go or I can help you with it. Like you were saying, like, it's, it's really just all about the awareness. Yeah. It's so funny with my emotional wave and experimenting with it in my life and figuring out how I recognize it and how I communicate it clearly to other people. Uh It's really been a really fun journey actually. And I feel really grateful for this like knowledge in my life. Yeah. I feel like it's super helpful for like, especially for parents or for um, intimate relationships to a, if you are an emotional person, know that your emotions might be conditioning your children. So if you're waking up in a low state, just know that your kids might also wake up in a low state and you can then just say, you know, this is how I'm feeling no reason or need to explain it, but what do you want to do today? And, you know, help them to release it and do what they need to do. And then vice versa. If you are an open emotional parent and you wake up feeling like a little down, or if you feel an intense emotion from your child, you can then like say, uh, hold space for them, you know, make the day a little bit easier, help them where you can. Um, allow them to take a mental health day from school and just stay home and be on the couch because you genuinely felt that they were feeling low. And if you felt that as an open emotional person, you are feeling it from them. And to just be able to hold space for people and say, you know, not make them name why, why they're feeling a certain way, but to just say, whoa, you're super excited today. Maybe this is a good time to tackle that project that you, that science project that you're working on. Or maybe, you know what, tonight's not the best night to do that. Let's just make some popcorn and watch a movie on the couch. So it really is a tool to help help you be a, a good parent, a good wife or husband or friend to just say, Jane, I feel I'm feeling your wave. So I'm going to take care of A, B, C, and D, like you, whatever you want to do today, I am happy to step in. And then vice versa. We do that constantly with each other. Yeah. And it feels so supportive. Like the truth is whether you are emotional or non-emotional, the truth is you're on this planet with other people that are the opposite of you. So even if you are emotional 
your best friend is going to be non-emotional or maybe your partner or whatever. Like you're in this world with people that are opposite. So for you being non-emotional, it's like you still are learning emotional intelligence. You still are, you're, you're cultivating all of this wisdom about emotions from living life. It's like, we really are all in this together. And that is the point of this spirit consciousness center. It's this place where we connect intimately and deeply where we feel each other, where we see each other, where we support each other, where we accept each other. And Mm -hmm. this emotional acceptance and emotional intelligence literally is our highest evolvement. You know, it's the path to us becoming happier and more connected and connecting to love on a greater plane. And so, you know, we're in a really interesting time in the world, like in the evolution of humanity, because we are at the cusp of this great shift and things are really, you know, in some ways very turbulent and in other ways, the best and most enlightened they've ever been. You know, like if you really think about it, we live in such a blessed, peaceful time where we are safe and where we have so many blessings in our life. We have water and food. And I mean, the world is like changing really quickly. And as we go through these changes, Mm -hmm. like the thing that really is consistent is our connection to everything and our love for everything and our love for the planet, our love for each other, our connection to all. And that, that really comes through that love and that acceptance. And Mm -hmm. the more that we, the more that we lean into this specifically this part of human design and of our lives the more emotional intelligence we cultivate and accept it we're just going to see these changes happen so much more quickly with so much more love and flow and ease yeah yeah I couldn't agree more. And I also feel so so many people have said, you know, in different podcasts and stuff that, you know, well, if, if you're open here or you're defined here, then you're conditioning other people and you're being conditioned. So aren't we all really the same? And the, the answer is no, (laughs) and that, you know, it's all just about the awareness of, are you identifying with something or are you not? And what is yours to identify as yours? What is yours to, to not and to release? And knowing that you can go be around certain people to use their the way that they condition you to do what you need. And it's really all the perspective shift of open or define. How am I? Am I either putting this out or am I either receiving it in and transmuting it? So yeah, it's so, I feel like human design is so much information, but if, well, I think actually the whole spiritual world is so much information. All of life <laughs> like is. you can, yeah, you can really rabbit hole this shit like crazy, <laughs> but the main, this topic alone, like Dana said, is one of the most important ones in my opinion of understanding your emotions and how they are affecting the people around you because it just brings so much more ease and flow and acceptance and releases a lot of the turmoil and labeling that we put on ourselves throughout our lives because society just doesn't understand what what our emotions really are. So yeah, I'm excited for this new paradigm. I'm excited to raise my kids with the emotional awareness and I'm excited to see how they grow up with this acceptance and this awareness of themselves and how they're impacted by the world around them. I'm just, I'm here for it. I know it's so good. And I'm just really feeling called to like invite everyone who's listening to just really get present in this moment. Like wherever you are listening to this podcast to feel your body and to feel your heart and to just hear these words that you are safe. You are guided. You are supported and that you are connected to love and you are connected to everything and that you belong here and that everything that you feel is beautiful and everything that you feel is a gift because 
living and being a human being is seriously a gift. It gets really, really beautiful and really, really special and really profound if you allow it to be. So I just want to give everyone out there so much love and tell you guys that we are really, really grateful for every single person that is showing up and that is listening to this information and that is wanting to learn more and wanting to support the other people in their life and wanting to support themselves and accept themselves and understand themselves. We feel so, we feel so much love from you guys. And the fact that we're all here showing up together, making the world a better place and putting in the love and the time and the intention to understand ourselves and understand each other. Um, so wherever you are, I mean, we can really feel you. Like we can feel our soul family out there, all of us vibrating at the same vibration, diving deeper, learning more. Um, so wherever you are, we're sending you guys so much love and so much gratitude that you're here and that we're here and that we're all connected. And um, if you have any questions about this, as always, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at dayluna, or you can find us on our website at daylunalife.com. And you can see all of our offerings there. If you do have an emotional authority, we really encourage you to get a reading and really understand your unique wave and how it is triggered and how you can manage it and navigate it. Um, it's really helpful and it's really important. And we, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We want to stay connected. So if you want to email us, you can email us at hello at daylunalife.com. And um, yeah. And also, I just want to say too, everyone let's send Shayna some birthday love <laughs> like we Aww. love you and we're so Aww. grateful that you were born and I'm speaking for everyone because I know they agree with me <laughs> that your solar return is a beautiful day and you are a beautiful person and thank you for mm. being here thank mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. thank you thank you we love you guys thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>